We live in a fatherless generation. I'm talking about the thriving father. We live in a fatherless generation. The generation that has lost the dignity of fatherhood. And before you are going to be doubting what I'm saying, proofs are everywhere. The society is a proof that this is a fatherless generation. Every crime, every misbehavior, every dysfunctional living that you see all around sexual immoralities and abuse, reckless living. You see many children now, young people think they can live their lives anyhow. It is what that comes to them that they do. I met, I saw a young guy recently with a heavy plated hair. And it was so heavy upon his head that I began to pity him myself. That this young guy, this load is carrying on himself. He's too heavy. Who put it on his head? We live in a fatherless generation. And I'd like us to please position ourselves with what God wants to say to us this morning. Why? Every generation is a direct and express image of fathers. A father is a producer or is a reproducer of his image. In Genesis chapter 1 and verse 26, God said in Genesis 1 26, Come. Let us make man in our image. That's the father. And according to our likeness. So a father is a maker of his own image. And this is not just a teaching to us. This is a word for me. Because what I'm sharing with you is what makes me to be afraid every time I look into the life of my children. I beg God every time that I will not fail over them. Because every father produces an image of himself. And releases that image to the society to go and represent him. So when you see what we are looking at in our environment. What we are suffering in our nation today. The leaders today were once children years back. Who were their fathers? 
Who are the fathers of our leaders today? What values did they instill in them? The image of a nation is a representation of the legacy of fathers. So every time we are talking about a fatherhood or fathering, I believe we have come to celebrate, but in Christmas, you know that we do beyond just celebration and activity. We are purpose-oriented. All over the world today, there may be celebrations without purpose, but we want to say, Lord, we are celebrating but on purpose. We really want to be the fathers that God represents and he wants our society to be. And that's why I have a challenge of war to everyone. I, I am believing God that at the end of my message this morning, each of us, we go back, sit down, do an assessment, and examine ourselves, and make a resolve to say, I will not reproduce a bastard generation. The future lies on the fathers. Many a times we look at our mothers and we look at our wives but you realize that the responsibility of the head was not handed over to a woman. It was handed over to a man because the woman herself was taken out of a man. So a man must even give a woman an identity. Whatever becomes of our wives is as a result of the quality of our lives. When I was to, I've never known even that my wife was going to be my wife. It didn't just, you know, we never knew. But that time when we used to come together to pray, I usually say to her, anyone that you are going to marry that God is going to give to you, let us pray so that the person will bring out the best that God has put in you. And I realized when the Lord revealed to me she's going to be my wife, the Lord told me I am handing her over to you as a raw material to be processed for me and to turn her to be what I desire. Even though I did not want a raw material. I wanted, I wanted a ready made. But the Lord said I am handing over a raw. To be processed. And to be made. So fathers are processors. Fathers are makers. Like we have a responsibility to our children, we have a responsibility to our wives. When our wives don't fulfill destiny, God forbid, God will ask husbands. So what I'm saying to us this morning requires that even when we get home, we cry to the Lord. Because a huge responsibility has been placed upon our lives. But many of us don't know. Now, a thriving father who he is, 
who is he? Who is a thriving father? That's my focus this morning. Who is a thriving father? A definition of a thriving father is in Proverbs chapter 23 and that verse 24. The father is a father that raises. Please take note. A family, a generation, a community, a society, and a nation of Godly and wise people. That's a thriving father. Anytime you look at a thriving father, you cannot define a thriving father by the houses he has built, by the cars he has bought, but go and look at his family. Some of our leaders in this nation today if part of the criteria that should make a leader to govern a nation is first of all his own home according to the bible you realize that many will not be qualified to be leaders in this nation we have leaders who cannot govern their home and want to govern a nation we have leaders who cannot govern their home and want to govern a church. We have leaders who cannot govern a home and they want to lead a community. They want to lead institutions. So the reason our generation seems to look backward in our time is because we have not placed a priority on a family value a man can only be tested by the quality of who he is in his own home. That's why Apostle Paul began to lay criteria. If you want to appoint a deacon in the church, he must be a man, a husband of one wife, one woman. His children must be subject to him. He must be able to rule his own house well. When he has ruled his house well, he's a thriving father. But do you know what we are having in our generation today? Fathers going to go and look for how they will make money. But not making their family. And when they make money, the family they refuse to make will make the money they have made in the future. The greatest achievement of any man is that he raises godly and wise family. His wife is godly and wise. His children are godly and they are wise. Godliness makes them priests. Or for their wife, for our wives, make them maybe priestess. <laughs> But wisdom make them kings. And the mandate of Christ is that he has made us kings and priests unto our God and we will rule on the earth. So a thriving father is a father who has raised a family. 
that is ruling on the earth. They are ruling in two wings. One wing is the wing of godliness. They are not people that will rise up and say there is no Jesus. And two, wing of wisdom. They are relevant in the society. Anywhere they get to, they stand out. They are relevant in character. They are problem solvers. They are leaders anywhere they are. These two things are the essential things that the world look for. So when you have a godly family, you have a wise family, then you are a thriving father. But please ask, that is before we come out to come and praise God now. Do you know this requires a labor? This is not what can just happen as we continue to live day by day. Day by day. We must be deliberate of what we want to see our families become. We must be futuristic. We must have a high on the future. We must not just live our life as the day comes. We must build our future today. We must look at our children and say, if I am no more, what are the values that my family will uphold? How far will my family go? What have I left for this family? How have I lived before this family? Please, do you get the definition of what I just said? So if I begin to close, you will know that God has given that to us. A thriving father raises a family, raises a generation, raises a community, a society, a nation of godly and wise people. And that's a great accomplishment of every man. There are two major things about life that every man must take note of. Meaning and memory. Meaning and memory. Meaning and memory. You have responsibility or control on the first one. But the other one has control over you. It is our responsibility to define the meaning. The meaningfulness that our family we have. But whether we take that responsibility or not, there is something that is awaiting us. It is called Mr. Memory. Men have control in making things happen. In making Things to change. In changing things. To have an outcome. Of what they desire. But they don't have a control. Over memory. Memory. Can be your best. Friend. And can be your greatest tormentor. Every man. That is called a thriving father. Lives a meaningful life. And enjoys a blessed memory. Excuse me, do you understand what I'm saying? 
So our children, our family must be godly and they must be wise. Very quickly, how can you raise such a thriving family? How can you become a thriving father? These are the key things I will mention very quickly and then we close. Or we go into the thanksgiving for the fathers. Number one, a thriving father is a spirit-filled father. A father that is going to raise a thriving family, a thriving society, a father that is going to raise a family that rules on the earth. He must be a spirit-filled father. Luke chapter 1 and verse 67. Luke chapter 1 and verse 67. Look at what the Bible says about Zechariah. He said, Zechariah was the father to John the Baptist. And his father, Zechariah, was filled with the Holy Ghost. It is not a little thing that a father should be filled with the spirit because it is what a father is filled with that he pours into his family. It is only what you are filled with you can pour. So every father must ensure that we are filled with the spirit. The spirit is the nature of God. Is the being of God. Is the character of God. Is the power of God. Is everything about God. So when a man is filled with the spirit. He pours God into his family. He pours God into his wife. He pours God into his children. And do you know something? Being filled with the spirit as a father. is not about speaking in tongues. It's about a life we live before them. When we are filled with the spirit, we will walk in the spirit. When we are filled with the spirit, we will live in the spirit. How many spirit-filled fathers we have in the society today? Yesterday, mommy and I was, there's this, this is a particular boy. In fact, I'm looking for how I can, if, I, if she knows I, I have a burden for that boy. Each time I see that boy, I, I just don't, I, I have a very serious burden. That boy used to come to the Saturday church in Soka. She used to come there. And in that place, if that boy, that, there was a time that boy came one day and that boy wanted to fight, he wanted to fight some people and he wanted to fight Marvelous. I, I first saw him, the way, short boy like this. And the way he, he, he did his blow like this. So, I, I, I was just watching him. I was saying, wow, this boy. So, I stopped them. And I think the next Saturday, or that same Saturday, he picked on Marvelous. Ah, I said, Marvelous. <laughs> this one and you. This one will knock you down. <laughs> this, he, he, he was white. We saw him a few days back. Mommy told him, what are you doing outside? Where are your parents? Go back home. 
it, he walks, he doesn't go to school. There are many of them there like that. He walks around. See, see a catastrophe that is waiting in the future. Except something happened to that child. Except somebody, because angel can, somebody will have to be an angel that will step in because that child is fatherless. So how, where do they recruit robbers? Where do they recruit assassins? Where do they recruit terrorists? Many of them will tell you that they, are, they, are, they can curse their parents. We were passing yesterday, we saw that boy in the front of the Soka church where the, uh, these people just took, you know, the, those, they are, and he was, they were just playing, and he was dancing alone. He doesn't change his clothes. That's the place he is. Excuse me. If his father has been a spirit-filled father, will you have an experience of such a child there? And do you know for some of us, that may be far. Do you know some of us, even we, that we seem to be spirit-filled, do you know we need the help of God? For these children, these children, that you would think some may appear before you. I, there was a time. <laughs> a, 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 a young guy. The parent wanted me to, to take, to just mentor and from outside and mentor and follow him up. But it's a normal section. The parent does not want to, they, didn't, they don't know what is going on. The boy needed to start avoiding me because I was attacking that area for a deliverance. Excuse me. We need to weep for this generation. These children need spirit-filled fathers. Do you know, being spirit-filled, we enable us, things we can, because parenting of fatherhood goes beyond our own power. We need to be filled with the Spirit. Number two, a thriving father Is a prophetic father. In the same Luke chapter 1 and verse 67. It's a prophet who speaks. And he speaks because he has a revelation of God for his family. He has a revelation of God for his family. And how can we be prophetic fathers? We can be prophetic fathers as we fathers, I'm coming there before we close, as we grow in the place of our communion with God. We must be fathers who can discern. Discern for our families, discern for our children. We must be able to discern. Not only our mothers, our wives 
should be given a responsibility to rally around the children. We must discern. We must be prophet. The Bible says, Zechariah, you can see it in Luke 1, 67. He was filled with the Holy Ghost and he prophesied, saying, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel. A prophetic father knows the God of Israel. Number three, a thriving father is a covenant father. It belongs to the covenant family of God. Luke chapter 1 and verse 73. Luke 1 73 tells us that the hope which is sweat to our father Abraham. We must be covenant fathers. Do you know only covenant fathers will raise covenant children? We must be covenant fathers. What God deals with is a covenant. And let me not make that word to elaborate. What does it mean to be a covenant father? It means you have worked with God to a dimension that you have entered into an agreement with God. And that agreement, when you are no more, God remembers it over your children, over your family. A man that does not have a covenant with God has limited his family. Early this year, or before we enter into this year, the Lord, when he was giving me prophetic words for the body of Christ, for the nation, for the world, for the mission, PRCM, and he got to a time, he said, for your family. That's a covenant. Yesterday, my wife and I were beginning to look at certain things that God, you know, was doing. And I was saying, Lord, you are a covenant keeping God. Let fathers walk with God to a covenant point. We will be so restful by covenant. 430 years, God said to Moses, I am the God of your fathers. The God of Abraham, that's a covenant man. The God of Isaac, that's a covenant man. The God of Jacob. They walked with God in covenant. Do you know when you are a covenant father, certain mess from the power of darkness won't get close to your family? Because you are a covenant man. Number four. A thriving father is a praying father. A thriving father is a praying father. Luke chapter 1. A thriving father is a praying father. A thriving father is a praying father. Luke chapter 1 verse 9. Luke chapter 1 verse 9. The Bible talk about Zacharias. He said, according to the custom of the priest, 
office, his lot was to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. Verse 10, and the whole multitude of the people were praying without at the time of incense. The man was a praying man. He was a priest. He was praying inside. People were praying outside. It was the place he had an encounter with God that produced John the Baptist. We as fathers must be prayerful till we enter encounters that we bat the destinies of our children. All this that I'm saying are not cheap. They are not what you can listen to now and put off. Of course, that does not mean our family will not do well if we don't do all this. But they will not thrive in real covenant thriving. A father must learn to pray. Pray for his children. Pray for his wife. Pray for his family. The prayer life of a father is what determines the prayer life of the family. Your children must grow to meet us praying. We don't tell our children to pray. We pray. You don't need to teach them how to pray. They see you pray. They pray. They may be playing now. But you are planting in them what we stay with them. They must see us pray. They must know where we pray. They must know we don't joke with prayer. That's a thriving father. Number five, right? Is a leader father. Not many leaders are fathers. And not many fathers are leaders. But a thriving father is a leader father. It's not just a father. He guides. He leads. A leader father is a servant to his family. He serves his family according to the will of God. That's a leader father. A leader father is in charge of the family. A leader father does not run away from his responsibility in the family. A leader father is seen at the hands of the affairs of the family. A leader father leads his family. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He leads me. A father leads. A father does not just say. He leads. To lead is to go the way and let others follow you. We don't lead by mouth. We lead by legs. The way we go, the path we go, when they see us go. A research was done at a particular time. That when mothers bring children to church, 2% of those children are the ones that will serve God later. But when it is the father that brings children to church, even without a mother, according to that research, they say 40% of those children will yield themselves to the Lord. The power of a father. The order must change in our generation. The order that a woman must be the one serving the Lord. A woman must be the one. That's why some women are entering into certain things because they are curious in the spirit. And men are now insecure. 
A man will be insecure when a woman is hungry for God and a man is passive. That's not the order. The order is that a man should guide the hunger of the woman. When a woman, a wife, the children, they should see a father ahead. No matter the hunger of your wife, he should meet your hunger ahead. No matter the prayer life of a woman, he should meet the prayer life of her husband ahead. A man by divine authority is expected to lead his family. He should not look for how to lead. God has wired him for it. When a woman takes the responsibility of a man, you want to kill that woman. That is what is affecting our society. A woman is simply an helpmate. So the function of a woman is to find something to help. So you change the order of a woman if you don't give, him some, give her something to help. So when a woman is now a creator, a woman is an initiator, a woman is a pioneer, a woman is a this, then you realize that that woman has discovered that my husband has failed, I must not fail. But a woman, God said, I will make, that's the word of God, and help meet for you. So when you marry as a man, you have only enlisted your help meet. Who has come to say, bros, anything to help with? So we are the one to say, okay, this is it. So she helps. Not that she leads. Number six. I hope this message is clear to us enough. A thriving father is a pathfinding father. A pathfinding father. That's a thriving father. It's a pathfinding father. Romans chapter 4 and verse 1. The Bible talk about Abraham in Romans chapter 4 verse 1 as a pathfinding father. Who is a pathfinder? Somebody who looks for a path where there is no path and create a way there. That's why the responsibility of a man is enormous. It's huge. That's why a man needs to be under divine authority. A man is a pathfinder. Look at Romans chapter 4 verse 1. I'd like us to see it very clearly. I deliberately have to come up on time so that I can do this teaching properly. He said, what shall we say then? That Abraham, our father, as pertaining to the flesh, as found, as found. And you see a question mark there. Romans chapter 4 verse 1. Abraham was a pathfinder. Now today, we can stand and say, Abraham, blessings are mine. Abraham, what path did Abraham find? Can I have a witness in the house? What path? Part of what? Another part of what? Another part of what? Another part of what? Now what is the major path that we are now entering into in Christ that he found for us? <laughs> Faith. What do they call him? They call him the father of faith. Before circumcision, Abraham believed God and like mommy said, it was accounted unto him unto righteousness. So it was not the works of Abraham that made 
him righteous, it was that Abraham had faith. So he was a pioneer that we are made right with God by faith. He found a path. And the question I've been asking myself, Lord, is that what path will I find for my family? That they will walk in with God and things will work for them. Will I live my life? God forbid. And by the time I leave, my children are still looking for how to find a path. No, that's a failure. I must live my life in such a way that my children just follow a path. I must follow Jabuin. So clear. And they follow. I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice, all our fathers here. And everyone that will connect with this online anytime, none of us will fail as fathers. May the Lord raise us as pathfinders in our generation. In the name of Jesus Christ. I'm looking for a life that our children will, they will, they will begin to rise on our shoulders. Not that they are saying we are going to start from this scratch. They will rise on our revelations. They will not be laboring, wasting time to discover certain things. That is what we guarantee them great speed. Do you know when you still labor to understand certain revelations? You are wasting time. But when you build on the revelation of others, Bishop David Oedepo, son, came to Abuja here in Lokogoma, my younger sister attends the mission. My wife can testify to him. When she came there, my sister was saying to me, he kept saying that, see, I have not come here as a son of the bishop. I have come here as the one that has been sent by the Lord. None of his time will come here. He will not come here and make this ministry work, but the Lord is going to do it because he said his father had told them see you are to do this work based on what you are what has been set before you not that i will now come and carry you at the back and carry you at the back and within the time that that brother worked there i think he's in u.s now in new york there about the lord blessed that work why these children were riding on the revelational wings. The discoveries, the things that their fathers have entered into. And they were riding on these things. And their lives were changing. What part are we going to create for our children? What part are we going to create for our family? Part of struggle? God forbid. But path. That will cause them to soar fire that we can never go. That we can never go. Alright. Please add this to it before we pray. A thriving father is a witnessing father. First Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 11. A witnessing father. Who is a witnessing father? A father whose life bears record of his convictions, of what he represents. Of the values he stands for. That's a witnessing father. Also. A thriving father is an encouraging father. 
An encouraging father gives his family the permission to be the best. The permission. I want us to take note today. Some of us, thank God that we enter. Some entered into this at the early stage. Some of us don't enter. That our children, they look to you for permission to be who God wants them to be. Your children, my children, look to you for permission to be courageous. They look to you for permission to have audacity of faith. They look to you for permission to understand how valued they are. Some children enter into demonic possession, into addictions, into some demonic habit because they are looking for acceptance. They are looking for love. All that they see around them is condemnation. You cannot do it. It got to a time that uh, uh, the, one of our sons, we, in fact, he will get up. There is still stone. Stone, he packed stone. He watched YouTube. He said there is a decoration thing they saw on YouTube and they packed stone from the outside, put it inside. They will go and look for certain things that look like, you know, don't let me mention that he's listening to me. Hang it in my office. Sometimes I will say, wow, oh God. You bring this thing down, but you don't have to bring it down. You just have to leave it there. I found that, wow, wow, wow. Daddy, is this okay? Uh, this is okay. He's, he's okay. If you tell him that it's Jabajantus, it's, it's a problem. You kill something in him. He hung one basket. My wife said, ah, with all this thing now, but you, you see, wow, wow. What an artist. Wow, wow, wow. See, in a, in, in, just by the way, they need permission. You can't do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. If they keep hearing, they can't. They can't. They can't. That day you want them to have I can't spirit. You have killed it. Be an encouraging father. Our children, we have weaknesses. We do when we were small. Whatever weakness a child has now does not define its future. What we need to do is to live before them. Keep praying for them. Keep speaking into them. Keep correcting them. We must not condemn them. They will turn out well. We must be king-making fathers. A thriving father is a king-making father. He doesn't make slaves. He makes kings. He raises kings in his family. He raises kings in his family. They talk about Jesus in the flesh that he has come to inherit the throne of his father, David. David was a man who raises throne. He doesn't leave slavery for his children to come up and inherit. He leaves thrones for them. God wants us to be king racers, king makers. We may not be able to make kings in our communities, in our towns, but let's make kings now. In our homes. We don't know among these children. What they are going to be in the future. God is counting on us. God is counting on us. A thriving father is a priest racer. A priest racing father. He races priest. He makes preachers. Ministers of God. Out of his home. See. Many of us don't know the value of this. 
When I was small, my mother will create a service in the house. I had four uh, with my mother that time, sisters. So, happened to be the only boy, male around them. And my mother will start a service and do order of service and say, let's turn chairs. Maybe after we have returned from service in the evening and say, okay, uh, Ibukun will take this. Uh, yesterday we take this. Uh, then, Pastor Delola will take this. I'll look at myself and say, which pastor? Which, and he will say, he will take the word. Which word do you know? But that was it. I also come and come and come and do. And we will do service as a family. Racing priests. Don't let us engage them with African magic. And don't let us engage them with so many of these things. Let them also engage in becoming priests. That we turn around the world for Jesus. Lastly, a thriving father is a Jesus model father. A Jesus model father. Is a father that models Christ in every area, in character, in words, in things, in everything. He models Christ. And I pray that the Lord will make us such fathers. I can hear our amen. He will make us such fathers. He will make us such fathers. Within five minutes, I'd like us to pray in the spirit. And what we are going to be doing, I would like our mommies and our sisters to intercede in the spirit for our fathers, for our husbands, based on what the Lord has shared with us right now. That they will be thriving fathers. That we will be thriving fathers. Fathers that are spirit-filled, covenant fathers, praying fathers, leader fathers, pathfinding fathers, Witnessing fathers, encouraging fathers, king-making fathers, priest-raising fathers, Jesus-modeled fathers. Can we lift our voice to God and say, Lord, make all our husbands, make all our fathers, make them thriving fathers. I want us to pray that prayer. Let's pray in the spirit. And let us, we fathers, cry to God, Lord, make me a thriving father. In the name of Jesus. All the qualities that have been shared with us, you can appropriate anyone that you know you are in need of. Lord, make me a prophetic father. Lord, make me a spirit-filled father over my family in the name of Jesus. Make me a pathfinding father. Let's pray. Kenta barabadosh. Lera barakatan de leberebesh. Lentoko bayada yalaras. 
Pregadebeledebelarashelidia. 